Welcome to IASA's Additional Coverage, podcast number five. I'm your host, Tim Hicks, and joining me for today's additional coverage is Jason Nichols. Hey, Tim. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Glad to have you, man. Jason is an Assistant Vice President and Assistant Controller at Western and Southern Financial Group. More importantly for today's topic, though, Jason is the incoming IASA Board Chair. Today, we are going to talk about the value of volunteering and the personal and professional communities created by volunteerism. But before we get started, I would like to recognize the support received from IASA's member companies and volunteers. IASA is the voice of the insurance industry. If your company is not already a member, I would encourage you to consider all of the benefits that come with membership in IASA. Find out more at IASA.org. Hey, Jason, congratulations on becoming the chairman of the board. You, you and I have known each other for quite a while now, but how long have you been volunteering for IASA and in what capacities? Yeah, Tim, thanks for having me again. And so I've been volunteering now for about 15 years. So Western and Southern has been a strong advocate for our local chapter. So right when I joined the organization, I had an opportunity to participate locally as a board member. Uh, Through that, I was able to ultimately make some friends and build my network and and join the national ISA and and participate on several committees. So I think where you and I first met is is probably volunteer development and e-learning. I've also supported our education committees and our membership committee at the national level. And then most recently, I've had the opportunity to support the organization and our strategy as a board member, and now as the, ultimately as, as our board chair. So you started off locally at your, what, your regional uh, ISA? Correct, at the Southwest Ohio chapter. So it was great. I was brand new to the industry, so it was a great way to meet people and, and learn the industry through those conversations. So I'm very appreciative of being able to participate at, at a chapter level. And the, uh, the learning, the education, that's what I love about IASA. I didn't know a whole lot about the industry when I joined. And IASA, I had a great mentor. He's passed away now, but he was just wonderful. He took me under his wing and really showed me the ropes. We got started with, at the time, it was the education committee. And it's just kind of evolved from there. IASA is currently soliciting testimonials from volunteers asking, what's your why? I've told you my why is the education and it's now turning around and giving back. So Jason, what's your why? That's a great question, Tim. For me, it's really two components. I believe that insurance serves an important purpose in our society for our policyholders and our stakeholders. At the same time, it's very complex and difficult to learn to really be able to provide that value. It really is. Yeah. And so the ISA's mission to support and elevate the industry through education and development really resonates with me. In my experience, the ISA and our volunteer community regularly shares knowledge and ideas in a matter that demonstrates an industry-first mindset. How do we make the community better of insurers? How do we make it better for our policyholders? And so being able to collaborate and engage with these like-minded individuals has really been an amazing experience. So the second is really that the first part is, you know, might seem a little bit altruistic. We're all here for, for the betterment of the industry, which, which I believe is true. For me, the second part is a little more personal. I'm very big on personal and professional development. You know, raising my hand in the office for new opportunities or joining the ISA to collaborate better across the the industry. And so the ISA has really helped me and continues to help me be a better leader and a member of the insurance community. Through building my network and participating in the various committees I mentioned earlier, 
you know, the thought leadership uh, that I've been able to gain and the strengthening of my personal skills has, has been something I never would have had uh, without the volunteer experience. I couldn't agree more. So we're talking about the network, the community. Talk a little bit about the network or community that you found or established during your time volunteering with IASA. Yeah, so, you know, that, that brings a smile to my face. The network of, of individuals I've met, whether it's solution providers, other insurance carriers, members of public accounting firms, has been amazing. These are these are not only people I work with and I, I network with, these are, are ultimately my friends and, and many of them feel like members of my family. So when we vacation, we try to stop and, and visit people that live in those various areas of the country. When I'm at national meetings, I try to make sure I, I get opportunities to stop and, and have dinner or at least chat with everyone. Uh, but importantly as well, we support each other. So whether it's personally, I can call somebody and, and talk to them like I would a, you know, a friend that's sitting here with me here in Cincinnati. Uh, but secondly, you know, when COVID started or other things happen, if I need help with, with the business or questions on what we're seeing across the industry, everybody's willing to raise their hand and jump in and, and give you their thoughts and feedback. So it's really been a, a great relationship, both personally and professionally. Yeah, you brought up COVID. That's really been a very difficult situation for everybody. How did or did IASA help you through the COVID situation, the whole pandemic and not being able to really get out and see anybody? Yeah, it was great. Obviously, we wanted to keep moving forward on a lot of our strategic initiatives. So we did a lot of Zoom calls just the same like everybody else did in their normal day to day. Mm -hmm. But from a, so it was great to see people and be engaged. So personally, you know, it helps keep that light on that. I can't wait to see people in person again. The other part of that, though, is there's there still a lot of committee calls. We did the virtual conferences. We did e-learning series and webinars around the impact of COVID and what companies are doing to support their, their associates in, in this time of, of challenge. And so, you know, the ISA, again, multifaceted approach, but really helped me personally feel better about and, and engaged with others in that time when we might be isolated. But two, provided a lot of great content to help us understand where we are as an organization and what are others doing to help follow with the tide until we can help change it? There are so many volunteer opportunities. Can you uh, discuss that for a few minutes? Uh, what volunteer opportunities are currently available? How can our listeners get more engaged with IASA? Yeah, there are a lot of uh, opportunities. We volunteer both at a micro opportunity level. So there's some specific initiatives. If someone has subject matter expertise, they have a desire to volunteer, they have the time. Those opportunities could be an hour or two. They could be a little bit more intensive. It's really up to up to the individual. We also have committees that you can serve on, and that's more of a, a regular commitment that you're supporting that committee. The purpose of that committee, uh, the mission of that committee, and, and really helping to engage in the content that that committee will bring to the table for our membership. And then there's also subject matter expertise opportunities to be speakers, to bring ideas for topics to the organization, to sit on certain, certain roundtables or other councils to help really elevate where we're going in the long term as an organization. And so that time commitment can really be, again, a couple of hours, or it could be a longer term commitment, depending on what your desire is. So our volunteer model is very flexible to what the individual needs. And I would also throw in at the end of the day, similar to me, there's an opportunity to always volunteer and participate at your local chapter. The chapters are a great way to get your feet wet, to understand what those responsibilities are, maybe without taking a national commitment on right away. It, it's really your choice. And great point. I was just going to mention the fact that you got started at the local level. That 
is an opportunity that just about anybody has because there are local chapters all across the nation where people can get involved, get started, really understand what it's about, have the educational opportunities. And at the national level, it could be as simple as, hey, can I spend an hour or two listening to a webinar to make sure that the content is appropriate and it goes the allocated time all the way up to what you're doing, volunteering and becoming the chairman of the board or what I'm doing, volunteering and hosting a podcast or being part of any of a number of committees that that drive IASA forward. The opportunities are just endless. The things that you can do, depending on how much time you have to offer, it can be a little, it can be a lot. It's up to each individual and what they're able and willing to contribute. I agree 100%. So, Jason, ISA as an organization, where are we going next? I love that question. I love where we're going as an organization, so I love speaking about it. The industry as a whole is facing many challenges, uh, whether it was COVID, interest rates, and they're similar regardless of what, what part of the industry you're in or what type of insurer you are. And so the ISA Next is really here to help. At the national conference, I issued a challenge to everyone in my remarks related to getting more engaged with the organization. And there's many ways to do that. So one is what we've talked about, volunteerism. And so there's an opportunity to volunteer, to do your part, to be engaged in the industry. The second is ISA is going to continue to create content that really helps to elevate the industry. It helps to educate the industry on what to expect whether that's topics like what is everyone doing in diversity and leadership and what things can we take away to really help elevate the talent within our teams, as well as how do we stem the impact of interest rate risk on the organization and and declining yields, although right now uh, we are in an upward yield environment. You know, from a content perspective, I think we're doing a lot, Tim. We've got a lot out there for both personal and professional development, as I've mentioned. We've got topics around leadership and what organizations can do and learn from each other around women in leadership, diversity in leadership, how to elevate your team. Everyone is in the search for talent right now. And the IESA has the ability to not only help you, where are they going from a leadership perspective? How can they be engaged? But we can provide that foundational level knowledge around the industry and the hot topics that that continue to impact all of us. Well, and to your point, we just came off of a really amazing first national conference post-COVID, and I noted that there weren't as many sessions on the technical aspect of uh, insurance operations and accounting and reporting and all that sort of thing, but I noticed a, a bend really to the soft skills, as you mentioned, diversity and inclusion, women in leadership, that sort of thing like that. That really, well, at least in my opinion, it really helps us as we work through and beyond the pandemic situation because we're finding ourselves in more of a hybrid, at least hybrid, if not fully remote working environment. I know I'm fully remote at this point. I won't be going back into an office. So how do we reconnect? How do we ensure that we are being inclusive? Those sorts of things like that. So the topics at the conference were great. Do you see that continuing? Definitely. So we're definitely going to continue to expand our content and our topics. We've done a great job as an organization trying to broaden outside of of only accounting and technology topics. We continue to work through some of the operational topics that you mentioned, work through professional development and soft skills, 
as well as working through topics like risk and other things that happen in, in an insurance company and within the industry. One of my favorite things about ISA is not only the soft skill development you get, but I, I think with those broader topics, it helps us better understand how can we collaborate across the functions within our organization. So for me, I, I live in the accounting and finance world. However, it's great for me to understand technology and operations because I sit with those leaders and individuals at the table every day and have to work and collaborate. So the better we understand about each other and the key changes in, in those areas, we can really, really make a better impact to our own organizations as well based on what we're hearing at ISA. Yes, I couldn't agree more. Well, hey, Jason, I, I know you're a busy man. Don't want to take up a whole lot of your time. So thank you so much for sharing a few minutes with us today. That's all the time that we have for today's podcast. But hey, if our listeners want to follow up with you, the chairman of the board, how can they uh, reach out to you? Yeah, feel free. I'd love to hear from people and connect with people. Feel free to check out my LinkedIn contact information within the description of the podcast. And if you have any comments about the show or if you have any show suggestions, which I always welcome, you can always email me at tim.hicks at fisglobal.com. So until next time, I've been your host, Tim Hicks, with today's special guest, Jason Nichols. Thank you very much, Tim. Tune in next time when I will sit down with IASA past president, Paul Heacock, to talk about strategies for reducing stress. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe so that you never miss the new episodes when they're available. Let your friends and colleagues know about the show, too. And hey, one more thing, if you don't mind, please rate and review the show so other people have an easier time finding us. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.